Hey, everybody, and welcome to the newest Gens Nation podcast. Last time, we discussed the entire month of October for the Oshawa Generals, and we concluded with the Generals going up north to play the North Bay Battalion and the Sudbury Wolves, winning both those games. In this episode, we have five Generals games to talk about and an interview that was recorded yesterday with one of their players. You're going to want to stick around to that. But we did the introductions last time. Let's get right into this podcast. And before we get to the games, we need to bring up something that I'm not sure if it was mentioned in the last podcast. But on November 1st, Patrick Lever was named the OHL Goaltender of the Week for those two games up north against the Battalion and the Wolves. In those two games, he played both. He had a 976 save percentage, and he recorded his first ever OHL shutout. He was spectacular. He's been great all season, and he's a major reason why the Generals had so much success in the month of October. Papuzakis is still out, unfortunately, with an injury, so Lever has the reins as of the starting goaltender, and Todd Miller has been impressed with his abilities in between the net in between the crease, excuse me, this season so far. But let's get into the five games, like I said, since the last time we spoke about the Oshawa Generals. The first one was against the Barry Colts on November 5th. And this game had some significance because, as many of you may know, Todd Miller has a history with the Barry Colts. This is the organization he organization, excuse me, he spent years with as an assistant coach before coming to Oshawa to become their head coach. So he has a lot of ties with the players, their coaching staff, everything about the Colts, Todd Miller has a history with. So this is an important game for him. This is a chance for his former team to see what his new team can bring to the table. In this game, though, Barry gets off to a good start in the first period. In the game's first 11 minutes, they go up 2 nothing on the Oshawa Generals. But then the Gens start a bit of a comeback. Brett Harrison gets one, less than, and then 45 seconds later, Ryan Gagne gets his sixth of the season to make it a 2-2 game, and that's what it would be going into the second period. In the second period, Ryan Stepien gets his ninth of the season off of a pass by Ty Tulio. But then, once again, Barry comes back. Brant Clark, the superstar defenseman in the OHL, he gets one, and then Cooper Matthews gives the Barry Colts a 3-2, uh, sorry, a 4-3 lead heading into the third period. But that is Ryan Stepien again with his 10th of the season, tying the game in the third period. This game would need overtime, but Oscar Olinson of the Barry Colts would win this game. And Todd Miller does not get the victory against his former team, which is disappointing, but they do manage to get a point in this game, a pivotal point in the standings. And we got to talk about Ryan Stepien for a minute here. This guy, by November 5th, he had 10 goals on the season. He is by far at this point the leading goal scorer on the Oshawa Generals. And I got to speak with him after this game. And he credited his workouts during the pandemic that really worked on his explosiveness with his first three strides as a major reason as to why he's had so much success early on this season. He thinks he's faster with his first three steps. He's able to beat defenders and find open space in the offensive zone. And it's been working. I mean, 10 goals by November 5th. This guy is on pace for well above 30 goals this season, and he's now adding to an offensive group that already has guys like Ty Tulio, Callum Ritchie, Brett Harrison, and now Ryan Stepien, who, yes, we all always expect players to take a step, but this is a gigantic leap forward from where Ryan Stepien was a year and a half ago, and it's paying off dividends whatever he did during the offseason and the pandemic season. The workouts are proving great. 
because 10 goals speaks for itself. He's been excellent for the Oshawa Generals. The next game was two nights later once again at home. This time, instead of being up north in Sudbury, Sudbury is coming down south to play a bunch of teams, and their stop on November 7th is in Oshawa. Patrick Lever with the start yet again. Carter Bickle has not yet had his first OHL start, but more on that later. This game on a Sunday night, it's a physical contest. If you were at the arena, you know how physical this game was. There was a fight. There was lots of hits. This was an instant physical affair from the get-go. But an important game for Matthew Buckley. He opens the scoring 518 into the first period off of a pass by Kevin Needens, who has not scored yet, but he's been getting more confidence every single game and Callum Ritchie with an assist. And then shortly after that, Dawson McKinney makes it 2-0. For Oshawa, Oshawa seems to be enjoying playing against Sudbury so far, but finally Sudbury gets their first goal of the season against the Oshawa Generals. As Kocha Delic, I really hope I'm pronouncing that name right, he beats Patrick Lever. Remember, Lever got his first career shutout against the Sudbury Wolves just a few weeks back. So, wow, voice crack there. A few weeks back. So this is the first goal that Lever is allowed against the Wolves this season, and it goes 2-1 into the second period for Oshawa. In the second, the only goal is scored by, scored by Brett Harrison. He's been excellent, and I mean excellent, since he's returned from injury. Another assist for Callum Ritchie. That's now two on the season. Oh, sorry, not season. Two in that game, excuse me. Whoops, hit my piece of paper there. And in the third period, Matthew Buckley with his second of the game, fourth of the season, yet another assist for Callum Ritchie on that play. That's three assists for Callum Ritchie in this game. He was excellent. Matthew Buckley with two goals. He was excellent. And the Oshawa Generals get back into the win column with a big 4-1 victory over the Sudbury Wolves. Lever was excellent, obviously. Callum Ritchie was all over the puck. Matthew Buckley's finding some of his scoring touch. That's big for him. Two goals in this game, four on the season. And the Oshawa Generals get back into the win column, like I said. And then they head into the following weekend, which is just this past weekend. And it's an important one. It's an important one because it's for the first time in this season, the Oshawa Generals have their first three games in three days, period. Now, this is not something you ever see in the National Hockey League, but in the OHL, three games in three days is not the most uncommon thing in the world. It happens a couple times during the season. And speaking to Tom Miller before this weekend, he talked about the importance of just managing his lineup, making sure that the, his players were getting the rest and eating well, and sleeping well, and everything that you need to do, because you need to be able to compete for three straight days at a high level. And that's not always the easiest thing to do. Back-to-backs are hard enough. Three games and three nights. Now, obviously, fringe players, you know, they can come in and out of the lineup to, you know, rotate through your depth players. But guys like Ty Tulio and, and such and Ryan Stepien, they're going to play all three games. They need to make sure they're at the peak of performance in each of those three games. The first one, including some travel, you'll see in a second. The first one being on Friday night, all the way up in Kingston, Ontario, and the Generals get off to a um, an amazing start here. Luke Torrance, Daniel Michaud, Matthew Buckley, Brett Harrison. All goals in the first period for nothing start for the Oshawa Generals in this game. They're by far their best start of the entire season. They came out and they were ready to go. But Kingston's not going to go down that easily. Lucas Perrick gets one late in the first to make it 4-1 heading into the intermission. And then in the second period, two more goals by Kingston. Excuse me, to make it a 4-3 hockey game heading into the third period. No points so far for Shane Wright. 
the player that everybody has their eyes on, the projected first overall pick in the NHL draft. But yes, 4-3 heading into the third period. Dawson McKinney makes it 5-3. Lucas Perrick with his second of the game makes it 5-4. Cooper Way seals the deal with an insurance goal with just under a minute and a half left in the game. That's his first goal of the season, Cooper Way, by the way. He's been in and out of the lineup, but he's been a solid depth player for this team. And it's good to see him get his first goal assisted by Brett Harrison and Dawson McKinney. And the Oshawa Generals start off their three games and three nights with a 6-4 victory over the Kingston Frontenacs in, in Kingston. Big win for them against a rival. And then, talk about travel, they head all the way to Niagara. That's a lot of travel, especially in such a short span to take on the Niagara Ice Dogs. Tucker Tynan in net for Niagara. Carter Bickle gets his first ever OHL start. They weren't going to put Patrick Lever in three straight nights. So Carter Bickle is has been the backup. He's been working hard in practice. Todd Miller has been raving about this kid, saying his work ethic has been unmatched. He's always got a positive attitude, and he's earned this start. So he gets the nod against the Niagara Ice Dogs. Not the greatest start. Honestly, 2-0-4 into the game. Landon Caddo with his first of the season beats Carter Bickle. It's 1-0 Niagara very early in this game. But maybe that was needed because he didn't allow a goal for a long time after that. Yet maybe that first goal against settled him in a little bit. Goaltenders are an odd. Are, are are they're odd? I mean, you don't know. Sometimes goaltenders like to feel the puck early, like to get shots on, and maybe the goal against kind of, maybe it even settled his nerves a little bit. He got that first one out of the way with, and then he can calm down. So one nothing London. Ty Tulio, who oh I forgot to mention, last game against Kingston, despite getting six goals, Ty Tulio didn't get a point in any of those goals, meaning his twelve game point streak to begin the season was snapped in this contest. Unfortunate, but. He's picking up a new point streak, it looks like, right away. First goal for the Oshawa Generals in this game. Ties it up 13-26 into the first period. And then Callum Ritchie gets on the score sheet with an assist from Ty Tulio and Leighton Moore. Leighton Moore's got two assists early on. Ty Tulio's got two points early on. Callum Ritchie with his eighth of the season. So the Oshawa Generals head into the second period up 2-1. to one. Then it's Daniil Gushjin with his 10th of the season in the second period, early again the second period, to make it a 2-2 hockey game. And that would carry for about another eight minutes. And then Niagara would take the lead, 3-2. Anthony Agostinelli, I, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that. Apologies um, if I'm not pronouncing that properly. His first of the season gives Niagara a 3-2 lead, 10-13 into the second period. And that would be it. That would be... That would be the only um that would be the last goal of the game. Now, I believe it was Ryan Gagne for the Oshawa Generals in the third period did score a goal, but it was overturned due to a goaltender interference review. So score stays 3-2, and Niagara escapes with the victory. That's two points. Unfortunately, Oshawa would have loved to pick up against a Niagara team that hasn't had the best of starts to this season, but Niagara comes away 3-2 victory. And now Oshawa heads in to the final game of three games in three nights back at home against the Ottawa 67s. Now, the last time these two teams faced off, it was a unbelievable third-period comeback by the Ottawa 67s that Todd Miller said that his team had to and was going to learn from so that they would not have that happen again. Would it? Let's find out. Patrick Lever back in net for the Oshawa Generals in this game, and this was a goal fest. Let's talk a little bit about it. 
16-18 into the first period. Ty Tulio with his fifth of the season. And then Gaidamak for Ottawa would make it 1-1. It's only 1-1 after the first period. Maybe not the signs of a goal fest, but you just wait. Adam Varga with his second of the season makes it 2-1 for Ottawa early in the second period. A little bit later, Ryan Stepien with his 11th team leading 11th of the season. An assist from Matthew Hill. A beautiful pass. Got through a bunch of people. Stepien on a breakaway. Went high glove. Beat the goaltender. 2-2. And that was 13-43 into the second period. A 2-2 hockey game. Both teams were competitive. Both teams were in it. Now, the last time, like I said, these two teams faced, it was, I believe, four goals in under five minutes for the Ottawa 67s. They were down 3-0. Before you knew it, they were up 4-3. It was a very short mental lapse by the Oshawa Generals that Todd Miller said could not happen again. But unfortunately, those demons would come back to haunt them. Adam Varga, Cameron Tolinay, Tolinay? I believe believe it's Tolinay, and Dylan Robinson, Three goals in under three minutes to end the second period. And the Ottawa 67s head into the third period with a 5-2 lead. When with under four minutes to go, it was 2-2. You cannot allow three goals in under three minutes like that. Ottawa 67s have all the momentum heading into the third period. And that's, that's detrimental to a team. You cannot allow that to happen. Now, whatever was said in the dressing room in the second intermission seemed to have worked. Thomas Stewart comes out. The defenseman gets his first ever OHL goal early in the third period with a bit of a knuckle puck from the blue line, but it finds a way through everybody, including the goaltender, Will Cranley. And it's a, I believe, 5 3 at that. Yes, 5 3. But Ottawa comes right back, makes it 6 3. Then some penalty trouble for Ottawa. I believe it was a tripping minor and then a five minute major for slew footing to the Ottawa 67s. I believe. I forget the player who had it, but it was a five-minute major. He was um, ejected from the game, and the Generals have a lengthy power play. They strike early, Leighton Moore scores. They actually didn't know if the puck went in. The play continued, and Ty Tulio scored. However, after a review, it realized the puck that Leighton Moore shot did cross the line. They gained some time back on the clock because of that, and Leighton Moore is credited with the goal. Assist to Ryan Stepien and Ty Tulio. Moore and Stepien in a little bit. And then Brett Harrison, shortly after, makes it a 5-5 no, game, excuse me. So they bring it within one. 11.06 left, 11.06 into the third period. There is still time on the clock. They're down by one. They have a chance to make up for their mental collapse at the end of the second period. And they, they, have, they had chances, but they weren't able to beat Will Cranley again. And then it was Guidamac in the empty net with just 41 seconds on the clock to secure the 7-5 victory for the Ottawa 67s. After the game, Todd Miller again showed some frustration, just acknowledging that his team played good enough in the third to come back, but it was those final few minutes at the end of the second period that really cost them this game. It's those three to four minute periods where where they've just allowed Ottawa in two straight games now to get pot a couple goals in, and it ends up being the difference in this game. So. Those are the five games that have been played since the last time we talked on the Gens Nation podcast. Now, yesterday, I had the privilege of speaking to goaltender Patrick Lever via a Zoom interview, and we talked about a couple things. We talked about him joining the Oshawa Generals. We talked about his season up. You know what? I'm not going to spoil it anymore. I'm going to play that recording right now. It was me having a couple minutes just to chat with Patrick Lever 
I hope you enjoy and we'll come back after the interview and wrap up this podcast to see where the gens stand heading into the next couple weeks of games. All right, I'm here with Oshawa Generals goaltender Patrick Lever. Patrick, thanks for joining us and how you doing today? Not too bad. Feeling pretty good. Good, good. Well, uh, I hope you're resting well. I know three games and three nights and the extensive travel there was was a lot, but uh I just want to start this by, I guess, asking you, I know this was two years ago, but take us back to 2019. Uh, what do you remember about your draft day and, and how did you find out that you were going to be uh, an Oshawa general? Uh, well, it was kind of a long day. I, uh, I got up, you know, watched the first couple of rounds go, a couple of my buddies I played with go. And uh, then I kind of just, you know, shut it off and, and, and hung out with my family for a bit of the day. And I remember uh, my, my parents actually answered they called our home our home phone and they answered and it was it was Roger Hunt and, and he uh, passed the phone along to me and he let me know that I'd be an Oshawa general and it was uh, it was a pretty cool moment I wasn't uh, I wasn't sure where I would end up or where I'd land and, and Oshawa was the perfect spot so it was uh, it was nice I'm sure that's the day you and your family both will uh, will never forget and uh, yeah. now two years later you're you're finally here in the OHL, but between then was a, a pandemic that limited people's access to training facilities and ice time. So, you know, what, what did you get up to during the pandemic, especially when everything was kind of shut down and how did you, you know, stay in shape and keep training on improving your game? Well, at the start back in 2020, it was, it was kind of tougher. It was full lockdown, right? And there was, there was no rinks open. So uh, I was fortunate. I had, I had a pretty good home gym. And I had, I had some access to some, some other, other equipment and, and stuff like that. So it was, uh, I, w- I was lucky that way where I was staying busy every day You know, I would get up and do my, my online school. And then I would grab my work good every day. And, and my trainer gave me a good program. I could follow up through, through my, an app on my phone. So, um, until things kind of got up and going again, I was, I was lucky enough to have that. Um, and then come the 2021, where it was kind of like things were open, but under the table where it wasn't open to the public, but I was able to get into the rinks. Uh, my trainer back home, he trains a lot of NHL guys. So NHL and pro guys were allowed on the ice and they needed a goalie. So I was always the guy to call and I was getting nice time. So I was, again, I was lucky that way. So it was, it was good. Was Oshawa a lot involved with your training resume and stuff like that during the pandemic? Uh, no, not really, because I didn't sign until um, until summer 2021. Yeah. I talked to them, I guess, the end of June and then July. Um, and they kind of, they I think they trusted me and then with what I was doing. So I, I kind of have my own program going back home. Uh, I was going into the city every day in Ottawa. So I was uh, I was getting lots of ice and lots of lots of workouts in there. So I think they they uh, they knew that. Awesome. Well, now we're we're here. OHL hockey is back, which is obviously great for everybody. Um, you you have a strong start to the season, and then some events happen with an unfortunate injury, and you're basically given the starting job. You know, just how how is that process so quickly being the starter and getting you know playing so many such high volume of games? How's that adjustment been for you? Yeah, I've been I've been feeling pretty good. I mean, again, it was a unfortunate thing. You know, Pops hopefully be back soon, but um, I was ready for the job. You know, I, I've been ready the last couple of years, uh, playing a couple of years of junior. It's really prepared me for this level, and I'm just trying to have fun. Wanted to have a good start to the season, the games that I would get in, and fortunately enough, I was I got into a couple starts early and and, and showed that I could play in this league and take over. So I uh, 
I had some good games and then coaches kind of wanted to roll with me and, and hopefully that's been uh, going all right so far. And I think uh, I just want to keep going with it for now. And to have some good games is being quite modest. A few weeks back, you were named the OHL goaltender of the week. Uh, what was that honor like for for you? And maybe how did you find out about that one? It was it was pretty cool. I know uh, we went up north for a road trip. You know, I had uh, I, I played pretty well. I got my first shot out there, so I was I was really happy. And you know, I was pretty early in the season. And um, again, the coaches were happy. They pulled me in Monday uh, when we got back to the the practice after that weekend. And uh, they kind of just said, "Oh, you you were announced all show goalie of the week. They'll be announced not soon." And it was uh, it was an honor. I mean, there's a lot of good goalies in this league and uh, a lot of good teams. So see that uh, it was an honor and, and good for the team it's always a team uh, thing they the, the boys played well up north so it was uh, I was happy for that and uh, is there any maybe veteran player on the team that has stood out for to you in terms of helping you get adjusted um, to the Ontario Hockey League uh yeah I definitely say stay steppy in and Hillsy they both have uh, they both pulled me so I am pops you know every game he's coming down period and he's he's while well, he's been on the uh injured uh list right now he, he's really helped me out and, and same as steps and pills he just I, i've still got things to learn in this league you know last couple of games have been you know not, not good ones and then they, they help me stay dialed and help me uh you know it's just a learning learning process and we're hitting a curve right now so they've really uh really helped me out trying to navigate my way through the league so far and, and i'm taking things in every day so they've, they've definitely helped me a lot and i guess my final question today patrick would just be do you have a possible message or anything to Jen's nation as they're out there, they're back, they, they love supporting you guys in the building and just a message to them about what to expect for the rest of the season, hopefully. You know, we, uh, we, we probably threw a couple games away for Jen's nation here back at home. And uh, we want them to know that, you know, we'll, we'll be coming out hard and we won't, we won't uh, let them down. We'll, we'll always put on a good show for them here at home. So uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get into a good spot top of the eastern conference here in these next couple of games and finish off strong before the christmas break well patrick i can't thank you enough for joining us here today on the dense nation podcast i hope you have a great week and we'll see you back in action on friday night against the uh, battalion yes sir thank you very much for having me have a good one well, first off, I cannot thank Patrick Lever enough for coming on to the Gens Nation podcast, taking a little bit of time to chat with us, and he's got such a busy schedule, so obviously, again, thanks to Patrick Lever for doing that. That was a great interview. I really got to know him a little bit better, and we just hope that he continues to have success this season for both himself and the team. So where do the Generals sit right now? Currently, they are 7-5-1-2, which is fourth in the East Division, but in the overall Eastern Conference, which is the really what matters when it comes to like playoff seating, they sit fifth. So even though fourth in the East Division might not sound the greatest, fifth in the Eastern Conference just shows how strong the East Division itself is. As for individual players, Ty Tulio is seventh in league points. He has 24 points in 15 games. He's had an unbelievable start to the season, and he's tied for first in just assists with 19. He's been showcasing his playmaking abilities and they've just been unbelievable this season. Ryan Stepien is fifth, or tied for fifth, fifth, excuse me, in goals in the entire OHL with 11, like we've already talked about. He's had a fantastic start to the season. And Patrick Lever currently sits fourth in save percentage at a 913. Now, this is being recorded Thursday morning of November 18th. So by the time you listen to these, this podcast, 
Maybe a couple of those stats have differed since then based off of Oshawa's games or other teams playing games, but that's where we sit right now looking forward for the Oshawa Generals. The next four games, that's probably what's going to be talked about in the next podcast. They have Friday, Sunday, Friday, Sunday, and then we'll be probably recording another podcast. So those are the four games, four home games. First this Friday against the, against the North Bay Battalion. Then on Sunday, Kingston comes into town. Next Friday, they have their another game against Ottawa. And then finally, next Sunday, November 28th, they will be playing host to the Hamilton Bulldogs. I believe it's the first time the Bulldogs and Generals have faced off since the home opener back on Friday, October 8th. So hopefully you get a chance to attend maybe one of those games. If not, make sure you, you follow along on the CHL website, CHL Live, I believe it is. Stay up to date with the Generals during games, following their Twitter page at Oshawa Generals, I believe. Let me actually double check the at for the Twitter page very quickly, just so you make sure, because it's great. They live tweet all the games and everything like that at Oshawa underscore Generals. I knew it was at Oshawa Generals. I forgot the underscore. So there's an underscore between the world's words, Oshawa and Generals. They're extremely creative. They live tweet all the games. That's always great. If you cannot watch the game live, you stay up to date like that. And if you can't do any of that, or even if you can, tune into the next Gens Nation podcast. It'll be out in about two weeks. Again, my name is Justin Walters. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you back here next time for the next Gens Nation podcast.